Hello and welcome to the Fintech Australia podcast, Finney Special, presented by Tier 1 People, leaders in Fintech Executive Search. With the help of the Victorian government, Bogus and BPay, we're bringing you Australia's largest and most prestigious Fintech awards yet. We want you to tune in and pick the winners. And this year, you can join in virtually, in person, or host your own office party. So wherever you are, let's come together and recognize the amazing people Aussie FinTech is renowned for. Registration for the awards event is now open. Go to thefinnies.org.au. Hello, and welcome to the Finney Award podcast presented by FinTech Australia. My name is Rebecca Shotguppy, and I'm your host for the Female FinTech Leader of the Year podcast series. Welcome to the show, Deborah, and congrats to making it as a finalist to this year's Finney. We're here to talk about your nomination for Female FinTech Leader of the Year. Yeah, thanks, Vic. It's been very exciting to be um, excited to be um, nominated at the as a as one of the Female FinTech Leaders of the Year this year, and I'm with a, an amazing group of incredibly um, successful women. So I feel very honoured to be to be part of this. So I run a company called uh, Open Sparks, and Open Sparks really solves for the, one of the biggest pain points in loyalty and payments, and that's connecting the two together. So they're two very big silos globally. You've got the payment silo and you've got the loyalty silo. So what we solve for is how to connect those two worlds together. And so rather than having a, a whole bunch of loyalty cards and coupons and offers, we now link your payment card through scheme data like Visa, MasterCard, Amex, and we enable your payment card to become the loyalty card for a program. So it really crosses over into two really large areas. And of course, it's a global, global problem that we have that we're solving for. And um, yeah, we started in Sydney, Australia, and we've got our, our programs now operating in um, the Philippines, Southeast Asia, soon to launch in the US and the UK as well. Yeah, your journey of ex- expansion has been massive and it's a credit to both yourself and Nigel. Um, who are your customers and what is the ideal market segment? Well, we're really a B2B place. So it's any organisation that has got a large database of consumers that want to receive offers. So, for example, in um, our shopping mall program in the Philippines, it's a group with 30 shopping malls, 2.5 million footfalls a day, and about 10,000 merchants. Now, these merchants have got disparate policy systems, point-of-sale systems. So you can't actually have one program across so many different merchants without having a common denominator, and the common denominator is the payment card. So in the Philippines, there's also um, a payment app called Gcash. We're integrated with them as well. So it means that anyone who makes a payment via an, a, a card or a, a wallet can actually receive rewards for their spend. So the shopping mall group just loved what we could do because it really solved a huge problem of how to actually ping software onto each merchant's point of sale. It would have been way too costly, way too time-consuming, but just getting the transaction data is the way that we can actually reward the customers who shop at the malls. 
So some of the use cases are groups like frequent flyer programs that, again, they've got their loyal customers, but they want to arrange for merchants outside of their own ecosystem to put offers to their consumers. So it's really, again, a very easy way to get the transaction data to run the rules and provide the rewards and offers for someone spend within a merchant or a retailer. I'm probably talking a bit of... Um, Shop lingo here. We call them merchants because it's you know what the what the acquirers and issuers use, but but uh, really it's a retailer. So certainly over the last or since COVID started, um, we've had delays with our pipeline, delays with launching programs. But what we have found is that there's a lot of um, extra um, interest in what we can do because everyone's got the story of like what are we gonna, what are we going to do when we get out of COVID? We've got to find ways to actually incentivize consumers to come and shop in my shop. So that's why we've just had a, a you know, we've just had a huge pipeline that that has expanded um, as I said into the US and the UK. So in many respects, even though we've had delays during COVID. It's actually bumped up what um, what our pipeline is for for new program launches globally. Amazing news! And I know, as someone that's a um, regular just carrier of my phone to do my shopping, that the day that all my rewards programs become integrated on my phone will be a huge leap forward, rather than me having yeah. to carry all the cards. Indeed, because like there's more loyalty more loyalty memberships globally than there are people. Really. Really, because you've got you're a member of several programs, so um, the, the stats are just huge for the number of loyalty memberships there are, and so our target market is really incredibly broad and incredibly steep as well. So, which is really exciting for us. It is very excited, exciting. Exciting, mm. uh, Deborah. You've been nominated for the Female FinTech Leader of the Year Award. So, what is your approach to leadership? And how does it influence your actions and activities in your business? Mm, well, look, very, very hands-on. So I lead by example. I'm not afraid to do any amount of work that's required. Um, so I guess I'm also a problem solver. So I look to find solutions to issues. And as a scale-up business, you're always addressing issues. And I'm also um, not afraid to actually allow people around me to make mistakes as well and actually to learn from those mistakes. So I really encourage people to stand up and say, look, didn't this didn't work, made a mistake, you know, and just like learn from that and move on. So I really like to um, be involved with my team. Um, you know, we do Zoom calls every day now that we're not doing face-to-face -face meetings. Um, I encourage them to, to, you know, help us build the business. So we've got a great team of people around us who really love the culture that we, we have created here and really willing to put in the extra yards when it's required because, as I mentioned before, during this time, we've just had so much additional work coming to us. Um, you know, people are now saying, well, I'm not using that time to travel, so I'm going to put that time into additional work. So it really shows our team is really a reflection of our leadership and I think um, we've just got a fantastic team. Yeah, I have the pleasure of knowing some of your team and your team is a fantastic team. <laughs> um, 
What initiatives have you developed as a leader in your business and what has been some of their successes? Well, certainly I think the the, the biggest um, initiative that we undertook was really to bring um, the global schemes, Visa, MasterCard, Amex, into a, um, a situation whereby we're getting data from a number of sources and so we have to be um, very sensitive to the confidentiality of that data. So one of the things is to bring those groups together has taken, you know, a lot of time, a lot of trust. Um, we've had to do things like become PCI compliant, which, which a lot of people might know what that means. So we've actually had to do a huge amount to, to gain the trust of some of the leading payment gateways globally. And so I'm really proud of how I've been able to, to develop that, that, that trust level and also, we've just been at, we're just negotiating um, new agreements and new commercials with the schemes as well. So I've been able to influence the way they look at this new industry, which is card linking. So yeah, I've been really proud of how of how I've been able to achieve that. That is wonderful. And then lastly, what is the major obstacle you and your business has overcome? Well, I think certainly it's being bringing together such a large group of um, global players into being able to provide transaction data to us so that we can actually work with our our merchants and our program owners to supply, you know, really seamless experience for consumers to be able to get offers, receive rewards and really become part of a of an ecosystem that really is going to lead, it's in the digital age, it's, it's groundbreaking this uh, with what we're working on with card linking. So we're just really excited to be um, at the forefront of this uh, nascent industry and and uh, they are calling this industry um, the next um, trillion-dollar industry. So I'm excited to be on the ground floor of that. The next trillion-dollar industry. So watch this space, Deborah. Yes. Um, thank you for joining us today and good luck to Open Spark in the final. If, for everyone out there listening, if you'd like to join the celebrations on the night, go to thefinney.org.au. And a big shout out to the Victorian Government, BPAY and Vocus as our main sponsors for this year's Finney. They're helping make this year's Finney the biggest yet. Also, a special thank you to Seedspace for sponsoring the Female Fintech Leader of the Year Award. And thank you again, Deborah, for being on the show. Thanks, Beck.